Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I am the founder and chief storyteller of TB Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I tell you about today's episode, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect with you. Today, it's just me. You're just getting me today because we are celebrating. So stay tuned to see what we're celebrating and I'm giving you some insider tips to podcasting. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want, it is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Hey everyone, it's me, your girl Tamika, and it's just me for this episode. I wanted to come back solo, and I'll probably be doing this from time to time, and really just to show up at number one and celebrate six months. Like, this is a big deal, y'all. We've been podcasting for six months now, and one week technically, but I wanted to celebrate it on this week, November 2nd, because tomorrow is my birthday as well. So hey, it's a party. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, November 3rd is also another very important day here in this country. But for the purpose of this podcast, you hear me say that often at the beginning, we're just going to focus on celebrating my birthday and six months of podcasting, which feels like a really huge milestone to have reached. We've actually dropped now 29 episodes, 29 podcasts since April, all done during this time of COVID, Corona, COVID-19, whatever it is you want to call it. And, you know, I've, I've created something new and created something that's my own. And I've learned a lot from it. So, I wanted to share what some of those things are just to celebrate this milestone and the fact that we've done this and delivered it and kept it consistent every single week for the last 29 weeks and there's more to come. But what's cool is that several of you, between people who have been on the podcast, listened to the podcast, um, have reached out and asked about it and are interested in starting your own and whether that's the case, Uh, Some of you have asked me to help you start yours. (laughs) Um, So I figured I would just share some of the things that I've learned. And, you know, I'm going to cover most of it is going to be marketing based, but it's also just what I've learned in general about connection, about storytelling and really how to make that work for you and also get better at it. So there's really three main reasons that I started this podcast. The first one being that this is a creative outlet for me. You know, my background 
as most of you know who are listening and or watching to this, um, is that I started out in local TV news. So being on camera, telling stories, connecting with my audience are all things that have been part of my career. So this is a natural fit and I produce videos for my clients now, produce content for my clients, come up with marketing strategies for my clients. But this is still part of who I am. And I wanted something that was my own, that was my own creative outlet, um, that was not necessarily tied to any, you know, transaction. And I could just have fun and make what I want and and be creative with it. The second reason is because it gets me in front of people I wouldn't necessarily have the opportunity to get in front of. So if there's somebody I wanna meet for whatever reason, whether I wanna work with them, it gives me that opportunity because when you ask to do something for someone, no strings attached, this podcast is totally free, as any of you who are pitching yourselves for podcasts should never pay to be on a podcast. It should just be free, like media. So that is how I operate. Um, so, And we create a lot of assets for the guests who are on this show. So between graphics and a web page and an email blast, most of the time that is a dedicated email blast, and social media posts on all the platforms where they're tagged, a YouTube video, and mini clips, little teaser clips of that YouTube video are also provided to the guests that are on this show. It's a nice set of assets. So when you're asking to give or do something for someone that helps them promote what they do and their business, most of the time they're gonna say yes. And it makes you look good in front of that person. Let's just be honest. So if there's somebody you want to meet, this could be a good option for you. It's so funny because this was part of the plan <laughs> before we all of a sudden ended up in stay-at-home orders <laughs> or in quarantine or now whatever you want to call it, like some kind of middle ground where we are not totally back to normal obviously we're not out at big networking events or events or trade shows or whatever that is where you would meet people out and start to form relationships this is actually a really great way to do that it kind of serendipitously happened all at the same time for me because i had this in the works um but a great way to virtually meet people the third reason so i mean two and three kind of overlap so you could call that business development. You could call that marketing. My third reason for wanting to start the podcast, I would say, is a combination of business development and marketing as well. But it's it was really to put out there what I want to attract. So I have a passion for health and wellness. I have a passion for health and happiness. I wanted to attract more of potential clients in those spaces. People, brands, entrepreneurs who care about health and happiness, right? And maybe they need help when it comes to storytelling. Maybe they need help when it comes to video production. 
maybe they need help when it comes to just creating authentic organic content that connects with their audience. Maybe they need help growing an audience organically. I felt like this was a great way to do that and show that, right? Like what I am doing is inviting people on the show and showing them how we tell their story, walking them through telling their own story. So it's business development because I'm creating content that is marketing for TV media. It's marketing for my guests, but it's also just showing what it is we do. It's also just showing how I work. That was really the intention behind it because I wanted to put more health and wellness, health and happiness content out there so that I would attract more health and wellness, health and happiness brands and entrepreneurs to work with me. So since I've been doing that, it's taken a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of work. Shout out to the team because there's no way in hell that I could do this all myself on top of everything else that I have to do. Absolutely not. So any of you who are thinking about taking this on, (laughs) be forewarned. (laughs) I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I will preface it with this. You do not have to get as complicated as I have. You don't have to have a video podcast you don't have to have a podcast period i'm all about just like consistency and creating content and telling a story through that content that looks different for different people i think podcasts are a great way to go right now i think video is a must-have if i'm being honest but do you need multiple camera angles no do you need to get complex about it no you can shoot on your phone holding it shaking all around. Now, I can give you probably some simple tools to get away from that. Um, If it's just a cell phone tripod and some very simple things that you can do on your own. But yes, keep in mind, regardless, if you if you see my podcast and you want a full video podcast, multiple camera angles, a web page, Um, teaser clips that are posted on every social media channel, graphics that are created every single week, know that that is a lot of work. (laughs) So you are going to spend hours every single week, or if you are not, you're going to pay a pretty penny to have a team help you do it every week. So with that, but I, I do believe that there's a middle ground. I believe that there are options for everybody because everybody can create content at this point. So with that said, let's move on. Six things I've learned. So the first thing that I've learned in general, just from interviewing people every week, every month and sharing their stories is that people in general don't like to be vulnerable, you know? And I think I'm a little bit different in that way because I actually don't mind it. Now, it's taken a little bit more work to be vulnerable online in front of what feels like a bigger audience and what feels like a space where people can so easily judge. In general, in my life, I have been very open. But I find that when I meet people, and and granted, 
most of us don't know each other when I'm interviewing you. But people are very hesitant to be vulnerable and to open up. Everyone wants to put on this face and seem perfect and seem a certain way. And and that's not to say every guest that I've had has been that way. Honestly, some people have been so open and so vulnerable. And I think those that I have interviewed that have been that way have probably seen some of the most success in their business if I'm looking at these entrepreneurs as a whole. I don't think that's a coincidence, right? Vulnerability, being in touch with who you are, what you believe in, your passions, your purpose, and sharing that very openly. Um, It's been interesting to see those who I see are happiest, are healthy, are loving what they do every day, are are those who aren't afraid to share that vulnerability. And it was so nice to see it, to see it like every week with the people that I talk to and connect with, because it just reaffirmed that that is the way to go. I think a lot of times, even in my life and relationships, I've had, oh, my heart stomped on so many times because I just open up, not guarded in any way. Um, And that's just who I am. And I've always had people tell me, you need to protect yourself a little bit more, be a little less vulnerable. But I kind of disagree. And I still disagree to this day. Um, and, And I see it through those who are like truly living that way as well. They're the happiest and the most successful. The second reason under the six things that I've learned in six months of podcasting is that everyone has challenges or difficult life experiences. Everyone. And it's like, whoa, we are all dealing with some things, right? Like, talking to the stories that I've shared almost every single one is like touches me like what people have gone through have experienced have overcome have faced it's real and it's just a reminder because sometimes you know we look at the perfect Instagram aesthetic and what seems so perfect from the outside. And we're always thinking the grass is greener and we're looking at others and wanting what they have. And at the end of the day, everybody has something. And what's beautiful is that I get to share those stories on this podcast, understand those stories, hear from others who've just gone through things. And I appreciate them sharing, but just hearing everyone's story just makes me appreciate people and just appreciate that everyone is really overcoming something, facing a challenge, dealing with something. And it sounds so cliche, but this has been this experience has been a beautiful reminder of that. What I look for and the people that I've interviewed on this podcast are people whose challenges 
or experiences have shaped their passions and their purpose and they've listened to it and they've embraced it. They haven't run from it and it's really guided them to do what they do. And that's been pretty beautiful. And that's really showed me like, hey, no matter what the challenge that you face, there's a reason that you're facing that challenge or that adversity. And that's been a really cool learning experience. Like I've learned so much from my guests. So like, I appreciate you all so much. Third thing that I've learned in six months of podcasting. Oh, and this is going to sound like something that I knew because I'm always talking with my clients about this. But when you share stories, you build connection. And I, I, I wrote this one down and I, I listed this as one of the six reasons because I knew I knew this. Clients, I knew this. <laughs> But I didn't realize how deep it could run. When you share stories, no matter what they are, you you truly build connection. And what, at least I'll speak specifically to the stories that I've been sharing here on this podcast, is that I've been sharing stories of positivity, overcoming challenges, stories of inspiration, And I feel like I have been inspiring my audience, building confidence in me, in my audience, and building trust with them. And how do I know this? Because when I share these stories, there's nothing about working with TV media, right? There's nothing where I'm selling. I may do that once a month in a newsletter where I'm telling you much more about me. But this is all like support this person, learn their story. They have a health tip that can help you. Here's something they learned in their life. So this is just like learning, education, sharing, community building. And every time, or I will say almost every time that I have sent one of these emails with someone and my new weekly story I'm sharing, I get email replies from people I like, I haven't talked to in years who are just like, thank you for sharing these stories. I have been inspired by these every week. Wow. That's freaking cool. You know, if we want to break it down to the marketing level, I'm offering value and building trust with my audience. But like, how am I doing that? Through sharing stories. Now that's what I do. (laughs) So it's going to be easier for me than, okay, maybe someone in a totally different field. I get that. But never forget the power of a story. I'm sharing different stories every week, but like you have a story and When you just focus on that story and not the sale, like you will gain some fans and you build fans by just giving without asking for anything, just sharing without asking for anything. 
And as much as I preach this to my clients, and I know this, putting it into practice myself has reaffirmed that and then some. Because I didn't expect the weekly responses, the weekly thank yous from people who are receiving these emails. Moving on to number four in the six things that I've learned in six months of podcasting. I'm going to dive a little bit more into the business aspect of things now. So the majority of potential clients who have reached out to me as a direct response to the video podcast that I have created are in the health and wellness. I also like to say health and happiness because that's, I just feel like that's a great space. So in health, wellness, happiness, right? So I will say they've pretty much all been health-based brands. Wow. Right? If we look back six months, seven months, eight months when I was putting the plan together, well, that was the goal. That is who I wanted to attract. And now they're reaching out. Why? Because they're seeing me as the authority in this space. They're seeing me as the person who has the network in this space. They're seeing me as the person who cares about this space. They're seeing me as the person who is passionate about this space, which all of those things are true. So if they need someone to help them with organic content, with storytelling, with connecting with their audience in an authentic way, they're going to ask me. I knew this was going to work as far as, hey, I'm creating video content. This is what she does. We can ask her to create videos for us. But to see a, a direct response as far as within the, the industry that I was looking to target and every single lead that I have coming in is within that industry, it's not a coincidence. Number five. In six reasons or six things that I've learned in six months of podcasting. <laughs> this one is true. You might not like this one, but this is a slow, 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 but worthwhile way to grow and create your inbound sales pipeline. Any entrepreneur, any business owner knows the hustle, right? Shaking hands, going out, one-on-ones, meeting people, networking groups, events, trade shows, whatever. Passing out business cards. That's what we call outbound. And that's what I call exhausting. Because <laughs> I probably now spend about eight hours a week on my own marketing. <sighs> Deep sigh, because it is a little exhausting, but so worthwhile. And also, listen, plenty of organizations and brands, whoever, just pay someone to do all of that. I This is what I do. I have a team. 
who if I didn't have them, I would be spending 20 hours a week because of the amount of content we're producing and putting out. There is a certain amount of work that I take on and do myself that I feel is necessary and important that I do because of how I communicate and storytelling is my expertise. So for you, if this is something you are interested in doing, it doesn't mean you have to do it all yourself and spend that amount of time. The whole point of that is if this is a a route you want to go, creating a podcast, organic content to get away from so much of the hustle, which frankly, we have no choice but to get a little bit away from right now. We can still do the cold calls, but we're not really knocking on doors, right? We're not out shaking hands at events. I was doing a lot of that in 2019, way too much of that, and I was starting to burn out and I was starting to hate it. And I wanted to turn that outbound strategy into an inbound one. I wanted people calling me. I wanted emails that I've never heard of coming into my inbox. I can confidently say that the content I am making here on this podcast is resulting in that. Now, I think it's several things working together from a social presence to the podcast, to the mini clips that I create, to the emails that I send out, um, to the blogs that I write as well, to the people that I have on the podcast who have helped me increase my reach by tapping into their audiences. Um, But what is happening is that the more I put out this content, the more I say top of mind, literally this week, somebody I haven't spoken to in two years saw some of the content I put out on LinkedIn and said, hey, we need a video. They're in the hospitality industry and, you know, trying to come back like everyone else right now and need some marketing, need some multimedia, some dynamic content and said, hey, thank you for staying top of mind with your LinkedIn marketing. And that is where if you you ask me, that is where I spend most of my time because I believe that people on LinkedIn are most likely to pay for my services. Um, You know, I'm not a bakery. I'm not a clothing or boutique store. I'm a service-based business. If you're definitely the more like that B2B service-based business, I will always recommend LinkedIn organic growth because it works. People there are there with a business mindset and ready to do business and buy and have the budget. Recognize that this is slow but worthwhile in building an inbound sales strategy if you do not already have one. You may have referrals coming in from clients, past clients, but if you relied on getting out, people seeing your face to stay top, top of mind, think about creating content to stay top of mind, just like that person I haven't spoken to in two years, who, frankly, I would have never come across out at an event, but I was able to reach that person online. I will say it's slow, but worthwhile. That is reason five of the six things that I've learned in six months of podcasting. So let's get to number six. (laughs) 
Uh, and I hope this isn't a little anticlimactic, but since the podcast is called Lift You Up, inspiring health stories all about health and happiness, especially since we launched during COVID-19, I've truly learned, and this has been reinforced by everyone, that health and happiness are top of the list for almost everyone. And I think we've all been forced to think about that this year. We've all been faced with that this year. Some of us have lost lost loved ones, friends, acquaintances, colleagues this year. And it's been tough. We've all lost something. And for sure, we've all lost a feeling of normalcy in our lives. And it'll be a while before that returns. But knowing that everyone values so highly health and their happiness is huge. And for me, it's my core values. You know, it might not be that for everybody, but it's something that we all need and we all cherish and we all value. So if you are a brand, a business, an entrepreneur in that space, like, you know, remember that, that people need you. So kind of answering what health and happiness look like for you are key, should be key. And I think they are just from all of the guests that I've spoken to. But the guests that I've also spoken to feel happiest when they are healthy. And that's been nice to see and feel and have confirmed by everyone. So prioritize yourself. It's a constant battle and constant work in progress for me. Um, but I'm working on it and I'm, I think I'm getting better day by day and, you know, value yourself, put yourself first, health and happiness had to end on that note. That's the whole point of the podcast, <laughs> but I thank you for joining me. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know if you have any questions, if there's anything more you'd like to hear from me about podcasting, questions that you have. Um, I guess you could say I've graduated from being a newbie. (laughs) But I just wanted to share. uh, These are the six things I've learned in six months of podcasting. Not the only things I've learned, but some of the key things. And I hope that it's helped you. I hope that it's been informational for you. I'm always a click, text, email, call. You all know how to reach me. I'm super social and available, so feel free to ask me, and I look forward to sharing more podcasts with more inspiring guests. I hope that was helpful. Again, feel free to send me a note, text, email, message, DM, whatever it is. I'd love to hear from you. If you're not connected with me, hit subscribe on YouTube, turn on the notifications, connect with me on LinkedIn, and I'd also love to hear a review from you, hear what you think of the show on Apple Podcasts. So please leave me a review and reach out. Let me know what you think, what you'd like to hear more of, what you'd like to see, what you thought of this episode. Was it helpful? Was it not? 
or just send me, hey, happy birthday, happy six months of podcasting, whatever it is. This is just a celebration. I'm celebrating you, giving back. Hopefully that was helpful to you. So anyways, I look forward to staying connected and of course, seeing you back next week. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy. <laughs>